Welcome everyone, this is the 31 Days of Dread, and I am your host, Peter A. DeLuca, aka Pad, and this is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. That's 30, if you can't count, that's 31 movies celebrating the greatest genre of them all, the greatest experimentational platform of them all, the greatest young filmmaker discoverer of them all. It is horror, 31 days coming at you. Look out, ghouls and ghosts, it gets spooky. Alright everyone, coming out of that intro hot, this is what I call the telethon portion of the podcast. This is where I pitch myself to you for your support. Your support means everything to me because we're, we're, we're fighting. The AKA Pad Army is fighting against algorithms everywhere algorithms I, I ate some cereal earlier today i dumped it into my bowl and it was full of algorithms okay bad joke all right sharing this podcast telling your friends about it leaving comments leaving reviews this is how we grow aka pads audio audacity your support there is more valuable than than than, than anything other than like a high five in person because i'd love a high five in person AKA Patters, day eight, almost eight o'clock, October 8th of the 31 Days of Dread. Welcome to the big show. Welcome to the show that's all about horror. If if you want to hang out with someone that obsesses over horror movies once a year, hang out with me. Let's go. Let's do this. Uh, yeah, good day today. Friday. Uh, I feel so good. Completed my comic book deadline last night. Uh, stayed up until like 3, 3.30 working on, a- on akapad.com. That's my website. You know, all, all that stuff's in the intro. Didn't get a lot of sleep. Rock and rolled. Did the 9 to 5. Got a haircut today. New hairstyle, people. New hairstyle drops. You can, you, you can catch it. Because tomorrow, tomorrow's the wedding. Not my wedding. Someone else's wedding. But the pictures will be up. If you want to see the freshly fresh do... Find me on Facebook, at Peter A. DeLuca. We're talking one of my bucket list movies. Two thousand hundred times. What am I saying? 1966. I almost said, you know why? Because I'm I'm right, right here in front of me. I'm looking at a spiritual sequel companion piece to this movie that was made in 2011-2012. You read the title. You know it's The Wicker Man. The original, not the Nicolas Cage one. And the reason why this was important and the reason why I just had to do it this year. I, I wanted to pair this with a remake because I love horror remakes. I, I, I very much support horror remakes. I don't know why people flip out about that. And I love the movie Midsommar. That was day one, I think, two years ago for 31 Days of Dread. The Midsommar, I've seen Midsommar. Five or six times. Every time I watch it, there's new things I pick up on. It's a movie that, that you can dig around in. You can roll around in. That's what makes it so good. It's also long. It, it's all of these things. All of these things that make the film-going experience awesome and exceptional. But you always hear. It, it's just like The Wicker Man. It's just like this. It's just like that. I, back, back in the day, this guy Bill used to work at, a, uh, at one of the comic shops with me. 
yeah, I would say Bill and I, not a lot of love for one another. But hey, whatever. I mean, you don't have to like the people you, you work with. You really don't. You just both have to get the job done. And Bill would reference Wicker Man a lot. And he was a little bit of a pervert. His name was Bill Groover, I believe. I could be wrong. But Bill was a pervert. He was a weirdo uh, working in a comic shop surrounded by teenagers. He was just one of those guys. Now, I was way, I was like very much younger than, than him. So, you know, like it's different when you're chasing tail and you're old enough as all the other tail in the mall. But whatever. Watching this movie, it's such a relief. Such a relief to get this off of my bucket list. When I <laughs> saw this, I understood why Bill would bring this movie up all the time. It's got some of the, some of the best nudity, some of the best bodies uh, of the time. And I think if you saw this movie growing up, being younger, it leaves a, a major impression with you for that. Now, for me, as an adult, you can always appreciate a good naked bod, trust me, male or female. But there's a, like a Christianity, there's a faith position in this movie that is, I don't think could ever be done today. I don't think it can be replicated. I think this movie, the original Wicker Man, do, do I have the right year? Is it, is it 1966? 1960, 1973. Wow, I'm way off. The, the novel is 1967. That's, that's where I'm a little bit confused. Okay. Yeah, so 1973, like heavy on occult movies, heavy on satanic ritual movies, Rosemary's Baby, the, the, the list goes on. But I think if you saw this movie when if you were younger, especially in the 80s, and you're not going through like the plastic, the fake boobies, you know, like... You know, like just the way how the bodies were getting reformed <laughs> cosmetically within the eighties. That you know, and these these are the bodies that would end up in Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, uh, you know, Friday the Thirteenth. Like you know, like we would get to silicone. So I'm sure there's a few there's few examples of movies that had. You know, like the the range of good-looking people, like women, that this movie has. And these women bring the chops, move the story along. Uh, they crank up the angst. It's a slow drip. All of these things. Rising tide type storytelling. And you can, you can really see, just visually, how this movie can land. How it can resonate. And then on top of that, we add this Christianity angle, this angle of faith, love of God, love of Jesus. And the man, uh, and the man who is, uh, you know, tricked into a ritual. But he has unwavering faith, you know, praying to his God as he burns alive. Very Lords of Salem, but I don't feel... Going as hard in the paint as this movie did. I don't think it can be done today. And it, it's kind of opening up a, a little bit of 
Pandora's box, Curiosity, because I really, I kind of want to redo the stack now. Because we do have Scream problems, by the way. Scream is off of the 31 Days of Dread. It's not available on Netflix anymore. I'm panicking. I can add three movies relatively easy. One of these movies I can add is The Wicker Tree, which is the spiritual sequel to this movie made in 2011. Our director, Ron Hardy, I mean, he, he, he legit made one of the best horror movies of all time. But he's only made four movies. The Wicker Man, 1973. The Fantasist, 1986. Another movie in 89. And then we have The Wicker Man, 2011. The Wicker Tree, 2011. So, yeah, it does make me curious of his other two movies. Yeah, and, uh, geez, even, like, The Wicker Trees, based on the book called Cowboys for Christ. Awesome stuff. I mean, like, just really, like, eerie, 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 eerie. No, but this, this movie, I mean, I was going to do a bucket list run. One of the movies I, that, that came after this wave was going to be uh, Frailty. Another one was going to be John Carpenter's The Fog. So I would really... And look, the, the Nicolas Cage remake gets so much attention. It's a meme. It became a bucket list movie. Like, at that point, like, right away, thank you, internet. But, um, you know, I kind of rather do a Wicker Man block here and then do a couple more bucket list movies and then along the way uh chip away at the other two slots that that we're missing through screen so i don't know i might add wicker tree right into the the scream stack i'm maintaining my, my momentum for now uh i can't wait to talk to you all about um frailty oh my god i love that movie but everyone this movie is i mean just reading off the wikipedia you know, often referred to as a Citizen Kane of horror movies. Uh, I kind of would, would agree with that. Just because we saw a modern day attempt to top this movie with Midsommar. And this movie is is almost like one half of its length. Which is amazing. You know, if you consider the Midsommar uh, extended cut, right? <laughs> and it's a hundred times more effective. So there you go. Uh, rock and roll 31 days of dread tomorrow we're doing Nicolas cage let's go and to continue this telethon we're not talking about high five there's other ways to support me i i'm a living professional i'm a full-time freelancer anything you see on this like here on this podcast or see my social media i i make everything it's all made by me that's a part of my pitch to you and you can purchase professional services through akapad.com that's a pipeline to me if you want to send me a message but also while you're there you can sign up for my newsletter you're going to get deals you're going to get coupons you're going to get two free trading cards mailed to you free worldwide and they're two wolf pack trading cards two original characters you know for upcoming comic book work and speaking of comic books you can go to etsy type in uzi Susie, and that's where you're going to find my mini comic you can purchase existing issues and pre-order upcoming issues along with bundles if you missed any like issue one, two, or three or whatever. There, Uzi Susie is waiting for you. And keep an eye on Indiegogo, 
a lot of my bigger comic book projects will be available through Indiegogo. All of those updates will be here on this podcast. So if you're a regular listener, I'll let you know we can rock and roll from there. So everyone, thank you so much and feel free to reach out to me on social media, aka pad69, Instagram, and Xbox. That's right, you can play Halo with me. Just straight up aka pad on Twitter, straight up aka pad on the Facebook. My business page is there, my personal page is there. Hey, be a personal friend of mine. I don't care. Let's talk movies, let's talk creativity, let's talk fun and just who cares? Do you like, you know, the Transformer movies? I love them. We can talk about that all night. So meet me there and we'll rock and roll. Let's get talking. We got a movie to discuss.